Murder face, you're a little crack baby. Yeah, why would you say that about murder face? Look at her. Look at that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that what, belly. What is happening over there? Yeah. <laughs> She's like a seal. Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. <laughs> We're doing morning zoo voices today. Hey, uh, how are you doing today? Uh, can I express myself with... Um, I wish you like would. Oh, yeah, no, that's great. Okay, I don't know what that means. I don't either. Wait, this one. Yep, that's I know one. what that means. <laughs> we need an answer. Feel like feel okay. I f- I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if the uh, if the iPhone buzzer can't express your feelings, who can? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Um, by the way, this is episode 107. I'm saying this for myself now because I mislabeled an episode not too long ago. What? And I had to change it because I just got off. I think Did I was. Did you get like a thousand emails of people? Like, oh my God. What I, are you doing? I had to change my email address and then change it back to quizfix at gmail.com. It was weird. You just changed it for like a day. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody knew that? Yeah. I changed it to quizfit with a T at the end. <laughs> I was having a quiz fit. Oh, I was thinking like fit, like muscles and like not breathing heavy when you walk up the stairs. <laughs> well, that's not quiz fit. No, it's quiz not. fit is is a little bit more of a. There's more relaxed rules to being quiz fit. <laughs> it's mentally sharp, man. It's the muscle between your ears. Well, it's jokes on you because I'm neither. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> She's both dumb and fat. The perfect package. <laughs> All hail us. Oh, man. Uh, so here we are. We're doing an episode. So it's second episode in a row, Monica. We're, we're starting a new streak. This Woo-hoo. is great. I know. Uh, the tournament is entering its third week. And I think we can announce right here and right now that somebody's planning to host on Tuesday. I'm going to be back to hosting. Yeah. Monica will be back at Fitzgerald's on Tuesday. We have It's a, my very first radiation treatment. Yeah. But I don't think like I feel anything. Or at least not on the first day. No, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. I think it'll be okay. So if you've been like, uh, Fitzgerald's is nice and all, but it's not the same without Monica there. Well, get off your little lazy butts and get over to Fitzgerald on Tuesday and say hello to Monica because she's back. Literally no one thinks that. I think at least everyone thinks that. Well, what about the great sub? She's been doing great. Vivian has been doing amazing. So, and she'll be back. She'll be she'll be around. We're gonna try to find her own place, and there might be a need for a sub 
here and there down the road. So she's going to be subbing out for other people. So, and maybe for Monica. And hey, you know what? Maybe I need a sub once in a while. Like a sandwich? Yeah, like a hoagie (laughs) or a grinder. Uh, So, yeah, you'll see Vivian around. But, yeah, get over to Fitzgerald's this Tuesday and say hello to Monica. And, uh, yeah. Um, Well, let's not uh, waste any more dilly-dallying. Let's dilly-dally within the podcast, shall we? Let's do it. All right, here we go. The song I Need a Hero about a sandwich. Yep. Yep. Where have all the hoagies gone and where are all the gods? I don't know why the gods and the hoagies have anything to do with anything. <laughs> the gods and the yeah. hoagies. I need a big sandwich because I have a flabby bod. I need a hero. I'm holding up for a year because I like Greek meat. <laughs> Is it time for the lightning round? Well, let me check. Yep. It's time for the lightning round. Boom. I think you mean... Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't mean that at all. I think you mean... Yes. I think I did, too, but I didn't say it. Uh, Well, this is that time. Oh, it's that time where we uh, have some uh, questions for each other. What are your questions for me this week? In honor of Pride Month, oh, yes. I wrote a roundabout summer fruits. Oh. <laughs> All right. So actually, I came up with summer fruits because I went to a trivia night and the guy wrote a roundabout summer fruits. Okay. But the joke's all mine. Okay. Good. All offensive comments are mine. <laughs> It's really great to have somebody who's just like, this is going to offend you, and you can blame this guy right here. <laughs> I don't think it was that offensive. Well, we'll find out in a moment. Uh, <laughs> your round, it, because tomorrow, for some reason, is International Garbage Workers Day. I got a round on garbage. Oh, Not- so me? You wrote a round about me? Yes. <laughs> No, I didn't. Summer fruits and garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so hungry. (laughs) For which one? I know you love your garbage food. Garbage fruits. Garbage fruits? What is the garbiagest fruit? I said that terribly. But what is the garbagiest fruit? Uh, Probably like honeydew. Yeah. Because it gets thrown away a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's in every like fruit salad and stuff, and nobody wants it. Yeah, it's not it's not the ideal melon. What is the ideal melon for you? Got to pick a melon. One melon is all you get. I don't know. Probably just like a really good watermelon. Mm, Yeah, I'm thinking with you. I'm thinking with you. I'm glad glad we (laughs) glad we fixed we figured that out. Um, it's been bothering me. It's been something on my mind all day long. Do you want to go first or second? Second. All right, here we go with the lightning round for today. I'm going to start you off with a multiple choice question. What is a garbage pie? Is it A, a pizza with everything on it, B, a blockage in a sewage system, or C, a pie graph whose data is internally conflicting? 
Hmm. Garbage pie. Is there one of those you would like it to be? Yeah, the the pizza. Mm-hmm. So the pizza. Ring yourself up. That is yes. right. I think that's a very East Coast term, but the garbage pie, there's actually places. Well, the East Coast, they call the pizzas pie a lot more. Right, right. Yeah. I never personally referred to it as a pie. Yeah, but I like the term pizza pie. Yeah, pizza pie. Right. But they'll just call it a pie. Right. No, I no, yeah, no, I I know. Specify what type of pie, please. (laughs) I'd like a rhubarb and pepperoni pie. Mmm. Hold the pepperoni. Okay. Question one for you is true or false? Okay. Peaches and nectarines are the same species of fruit. (laughs) Why is that funny? I like I just like a peaches and nectarines. You really, you really dug into that question. I liked it. Um, I'm, a, I'm a trivia host. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, I am going to say that's true. That's right. Hey, I finally got a true and fa- true or false question right. The only thing is that there's a mutation in a single gene that causes the no fuzz. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'll eat either one. I don't mind the fuzz. I like nectarines yeah. better. Yeah. Question number two. What country, which has about 5% of the world population, generates about 40% of the world's garbage? Oh, my God. 5% of the population? 5% of the world population generates about 40% of the world's garbage. Because I want to say the U.S., but... Is the population not small? Yeah, I'm going to say the U.S. That is right. Well done. Oh, I accidentally <laughs> gave a double. Well, that's that's to show your patriotism for, uh, <laughs> for USA. We're garbage, number one. <laughs> garbage. Question number two. What stone fruit is considered exceptionally bad luck? in the U.S. Marines to eat, possess, or even name. So they're often referred to as forbidden fruit or a fruit. A fruit, like not if a fruit, but a... Like the letter. The letter A. Oh, well, it's a stone fruit. So I'm going to say apricot. That's right. Oh, good. I could not think of another A fruit that has a stone. They also call them cots. Cots? Mm-hmm. I love a good apricot. I used to have to pick apricots. That was have a job. I, well, it was a job that I had when I was in high school. I was picking apricots. Yeah? Better than picking cherries. Why? Because with cherries, you, you have to pick them a very certain way off the stem. Or it's, you have to get all the whole stem off, otherwise the ones that don't have stems aren't worth as much. So the orchard owners are get very, they call it milking the cherries if you pull the cherries off the stem. So, mm. but apricot, apricots, there's no stem. You just take the whole thing off, take the whole thing off. It's It goes pretty quick. You don't have to be as careful. I wonder if it's because, like... So they, they want the stems? They want the stems on the cherries. Is it because they ripen? 
They I continue think, to ripen with I the think stem? I, maybe, but I think it's also kind of a, an aesthetic thing, is that they want that nice cherry with the stem on it. Oh, right. And then you can still sell the ones without the stems, but they, the the fruit buyers will uh, give you less money for the for the milked cherries. I also learned playing this round um, that raspberries don't ripen after they're picked. Oh, I did not know that. And I was like trying to figure out why. And then I was looking up. Wait, I have to remember if I wrote that question. No, I didn't. I was looking up. Yeah, I would love that. And then be like, okay, question number three. The raspberry doesn't... Oh, Oh, man. No, I was looking up blackberries. And there's like red blackberries that look a lot like raspberries. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they said the way to tell the difference is that when they're picked, the core stays in the blackberry and it comes out of the raspberry. You know, like the raspberry has a little divot. Right. And I bet that's why it doesn't ripen anymore. Because it doesn't oh. have that core. Oh, I bet you're right. It's a guess, but I think it's a good one. If there are any orchardists out there who know their fruit stuff, uh, email us, quizfix at gmail.com, because as soon as this podcast is over, we'll forget to go look that Let's up. Let's get some crazy fruit emails. Fruit emails. Come on, fruit emails. Get it in there. Fruity mail. <laughs> fruit mail. Uh, question number three for you. The phrase garbage in, garbage out, sometimes shortened to GIGO, G-I-G-O, is used prim- primarily in what industry? It's not a food industry. <laughs> garbage in, garbage out. I feel like I might have heard that before. Yeah. Just kind of around town. People talking about it. No. It was in a dream I had. I forgot it in another dream. A little mouse named Gigo came up to you. Hi, Monica. Shh. Gigo, be quiet. Sorry, Monica. (laughs) Is it... like uh shipping it's not shipping it's not shipping it is the computer industry garbage in garbage out is a computer term for uh the kind of program or well the kind of program you get output is all dependent on what you put into it so they'll say, you know, if you're putting garbage code into something, you're going to get a garbage piece of software out. Mm. So garbage in, garbage out was their uh, their term. Gigo. I still think it's a better mouse name. <laughs> little Gigo. Well, let's start a programming company, and that'll be our little mascot, oh, little, little Gigo. Would you little beret? Hi, I'm Gigo. He's French from from where I see. <laughs> well, he doesn't sound very French. Well, no, I don't really do French. You know, I don't do French accents. I do, I do really good English accents, and that's about it. <laughs> you mean that wasn't Paul McCartney all those times? Maybe not. You're really giving it away. I'm sorry. 
this podcasting secrets. <laughs> I think we'd have like maybe two more listeners if Paul McCartney was really hosting. <laughs> That's it. Lynn, uh, yeah, I don't know who, but somebody would be. <laughs> maybe like his daughter. Stella. Oh, Stella McCartney. That's the. Uh... How could he forget that? He yells it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I want another Paul McCartney to be in Streetcar Named Desire. <laughs> Stella, Stella. <laughs> Would he be better or worse than Flanders? <laughs> I'm Stanley Kowalski, I am. <laughs> uh, hey, Stella. Can you hear me yell? <laughs> but done as a Beatles song. <laughs> Um, it's my turn. It is your turn. The discovery of a moldy cantaloupe in a market in Peoria, Illinois, was the key to producing prodigious amounts of what drug? Well, you know, the penicillin was your moldy bread back in the Alexander Fleming days. What would be there for the moldy cantaloupe? By the way, moldy cantaloupe, that's pretty disgusting. (laughs) Um, Especially if it's in Illinois. (laughs) Especially in Peoria. Um, Well, I'm going to say... I can't think of anything else to say. I'm going to say penicillin. I think that's wrong, but I'm going to say it's it anyway. right. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. What, so they discovered they discovered the penicillin with right. the bread mold. Okay. But that type of mold, they like weren't able to make a whole bunch of the drugs. Oh. So they were like struggling with like, how do we make a whole bunch of this like in a production type of thing. And then they found this mold on this cantaloupe, and that type of mold was able to, like, they were able to produce it easier or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because they had to get, like, the penicillin, isolate that within the mold. Interesting. I am not a scientist. Wait a second. Hold on a second. (laughs) You're not a scientist. No. You wear that lab coat for every well, single I recording. Look really good in I'm it. I'm not saying you don't look good. <laughs> I'm saying like the lab coat is mwah, but <laughs> it really led me on to believe that you were. A I never told you that I was. That's that's true. That's true. No, that, that I made the assumption that makes an ass out of well, just me. Uh, all right. By the way, that there's a lesson to be learned out there, quiz players. If you only can think of one answer. And you can't think of anything else. At least put down that answer. Yeah, because who put it down. who knows? You might, you know, I stumbled into it, and uh, I'll take the stumble point anytime. Uh, question number four for you: What TV character used his waste management business as a front for his organized crime activities? Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano is correct. I always forget that he was in the garbage business. I don't. Really? Yeah. That yeah. was like the the biggest thing I remember about that show. Was that he's in the garbage business? Yeah. That's it? Because they're always like, it's waste management. Uh, and I didn't know that it was like, like honestly, I knew so little about organized crime mm-hmm. that I didn't realize that there would have to be like a front job. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
what you mean they can't just like sit around and also be in the mob like they have to have a fake job <laughs> they can just like <laughs> sit around and go you know what we should do today crimes <laughs> yeah so that yeah that's like how naive i was about about crime in that's general. fine well you know you don't need to know a lot about organized crime you are a respected scientist <laughs> and scientists make a lot of money right and not by hauling around crap number four for you over 50 percent of the sweet variety of what fruit is grown in washington state and i will remind Ooh. you that this is summer fruits summer fruits Make me feel fine <laughs> Going on the jasmine of my mind um, Alright, what are your summer fruits? Now, your apples are your are in the fall That was mostly why I said something Yeah, yeah uh, Well, I'm going to say cherries That's right Because I remember having to, uh, having to pick and swamp cherries And that always happened like around June, July That sort of area for a ghost point. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I was listening to an old episode and somehow. And, uh, was it a ghost point? Yeah, I mentioned, yeah, mentioned a ghost point and I was like, man, I forgot we used to do ghost points. <laughs> the, um, there's, the other variety of cherries is the tart. Okay. The tart cherries. Mm -hmm. So can you guess what state produces the most tart cherries? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say California. No. Okay. It's actually Michigan. Interesting. By like a lot. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. Tart cherries in Michigan, sweet cherries in Washington. We're just much sweeter than those Michiganers. Michiganers. So that was the one question I kind of actually stole from, <laughs> borrowed from... Learned you don't at... need to. No, you don't need to say it. I heard that no, question before. No, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> la, 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 la. But I got it right. Oh, then it's fine. Because I don't know. Like I was like, rainier cherries. Right. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You got it right too. I I'll I'll take it and I'll probably steal that for around at some point this week. What? <laughs> Suck it. Uh, finally, <laughs> for you, last one, round number five or round round number one, only round. <laughs> Question number five. I don't care. Uh, Question number five: What compound word meaning a lot of something? Originated on the docks of Boston in the 1800s to represent the amount of trash on a garbage scow. A compound word? Yeah. I will say I should. It's a obscene compound word. Is it a shit word. ton? It is. Yeah. I'm going to give that to you. It is a, a shit ton and shit load. Shit load is the one oh, that I found, okay. but I'm going to give you that one anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And somewhere there's also a reference to the original uh, use of the of the phrase "fuck ton," <laughs> but I, I, I that's not this. I so. say I say shit ton a lot. I yeah. like it. Yeah, it's like 
that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. How do I express that <laughs> Un- that's a lot? Unfortunately, that's a lot. Yeah. That, yeah, that's usually what it means. <laughs> Last one for you. Coachella Valley is the only part of California where what national fruit of India is grown? Oh, that's fascinating. What is the national fruit of India? Okay, the one just came into my head. Oh, and then another one did right after it. Oh, you two. <laughs> Get out of there. All right, they're battling each other. They're... Um... Mmm. Well, I'll I'll do the one that I first uh, first entered my brain, and that is the persimmon. No. No. Okay. What is it? What was the other fruit? The pomegranate. No. Okay. Is a mango. All right, because they make I was all those. A mango. They all the <laughs> all that. Oh, sorry. Hold on a second. <laughs> I, now that you say that, the mango chutney at like mm-hmm. at like uh, Indian restaurants is one of my favorite things. Oh, that's great. Oh, I love mangoes. All right, that's it. Let's see how we did. You got one. You got two. You got four. Right. You got four. Sweet Yay. emotion. All right, everybody, that is your lightning round. You know what? That was our lightning round. That was a good one. It's everybody's lightning round. Mango, banana, and tangerine. Sugar, and ackee, and cocoa beans. When we get married, we make them go. A nine little child in a row. Underneath the mango tree, me honey. Underneath the mango tree, me honey and me, we plan marriage soon. Now it's time for game prep. Game prep, game prep. Game prep. There you go. Uh, these are some uh, subjects you might hear at your quizzes this week. And I'll tell you right now, if you're playing our quizzes, you probably are going to hear some of these questions and uh, themes this week. So get cracking. Cracking. Remembering. Get get to remembering. I remember. Uh, June 17th, 1901. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do the whole game prep in that voice? No. No, I cannot. June 17th, 1901, the College Board gives its first standardized entrance exam. Founded two years earlier at Columbia University, the College Board was at the time 12 colleges and three prep schools in New England. Nine subjects made up the first test. English, Greek, German, Latin, French, history, physics, math, and chemistry. I did see some place that somebody had subbed out one of those, uh, I think it was chemistry for zoology. But, those are uh, awful. Yeah. Scores ranged from my score would be very poor <laughs> to doubtful to excellent. I think there's some other ones in there, but those are the like scores. Like doubtful. Five. Doubtful. <laughs> eh. Are they going to make it in college? Yeah. Doubtful. Yeah. So those early exams, they weren't like... 
they were all like you had to like they would very specific subjects and you had to know very specific things about those subjects it was crazy was greek like a normal well they taught greek and latin in schools back then because they were teaching like the roots of words and the origins of yeah. words and i mean every, almost so everything. latin's the one that like survived yeah. even yeah. though it's dead yeah yeah zombie language there are still some schools that i mean my mom took latin when she was in high school Mm-hmm. I I would have loved taking Latin. There was an I could have. It was could in you? my high school. Oh, I, I didn't have that. I took French instead, and I remember everything <laughs> that I was taught. I took French for two years, and it helped me read menus in Paris, but I couldn't answer a yeah. question. I would be able to read a menu, yeah. kind of. Yeah, but I, I, I could order something, and then when they came back with options, I had to say... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a dumb American. Please help me out because <laughs> I don't know what you just said to me. And then I they would could, help. They were yeah. very nice. I could probably order bread, but it might be a pain. <laughs> <laughs> These are the French jokes. There aren't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Since the college board exam focused on the mastery of particular subjects, Exam takers could purchase a list of what would be on the test for the low, low price of 10 cents. Which is like $400 now. Second point I'm going to (laughs) make off the top of my head here. Yes. Is that the college board exam was replaced in 1926 with the scholastic aptitude test. Yeah, you might want to know what that means. SAT. SAT. Was It was designed to measure general intelligence rather than knowledge about a single subject. The ACT, American College Testing, Testing? Mm-hmm. debuted in 1959 as SAT's main competition. And originally, the SAT and the ACT were kind of different regions of the country were using those. And then I think nowadays, a lot of... A lot of students take both. I took neither. I only took the SATs. The ACT wasn't even on my radar. I didn't even really know what that was until I got to college. People were like, what are your, what was your ACT scores? And I was like, right. Good. I mean, doubtful. Yeah, it was, it was, I was, <laughs> I was very doubtful. <laughs> I was excellently poor. <laughs> Poorly excellent. <laughs> June 18th. Now this is a subject. <gasps> oh, This man. is a subject for us. We might spend the rest of just our time talking about this. Happy International Sushi Day. Oh, delicious. What are we doing Tuesday? Radiation treatments. Oh. <laughs> but sushi after. You could do sushi after. I could. You I might, totally could. You might could. have to. You might have to. We went to another sushi place and it was, well, it was good. It was delicious, but it was a lot better price than that other place we mm-hmm. went to that was really expensive and We fancy. need to do, do another uh, post trivia. right down the way. We should really do another post podcasting, maybe on a weekend when Betty's not doing trivia. Yeah. Go slip in and get ourselves some, some fish. Or we can do it a little early. Yeah. Go have the sushi and then do trivia. We would be so smart. We would be filled with all that smart brain food. 
Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, here are some fun facts about the awesomeness that is sushi. We'll go back and forth on these. All right, should I start? Yeah, why don't you start? Sushi means sour rice. It's the vinegar-soaked rice that makes sushi. Without the rice, the raw fish is called sashimi, which means pierced body. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, the rice was also initially just used to preserve the fish and was thrown away rather than eaten. What? Well, yeah. They would just use that the fermented uh, rice would pre- help preserve the fish from going bad and would keep flies away. Uh, sushi originally was very much like street food and was, uh, you know, they would have to try to do that. And people would just throw the rice out. And there was probably somebody was like, well, I'm not going to waste this. I'm hungry. And <laughs> ate it and was like, you I'm know what? I'm really poor and hungry. Yeah. And said, so, you know what? This is it's pretty good. I love sushi rice. Traditionally, sushi is eaten with hands, not chopsticks. Right. Yeah. I've never seen anybody do that. Well, because now it's because, because I mean, the hand rolls. Right. Is that what those are called? Yeah. Uh, like the maki rolls, the ones that have the, um, the, uh, like the, like the outside. Yeah. It's kind of a cone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the maki rolls are named after the mat used to roll them. That's the maki mat. Maki mat. Um, but uh, one of the things that I read was, uh, uh, one of, I kind of can't remember his name, but he's a one of the Iron Chef guys who uh, makes sushi. And he was talking about how in the, in the tradition, because the sushi was cut by hand, caught by hand, made by hand, that it was kind of like you ate it by hand as part of the passing on of the of everything but now of course most people eat it with chopsticks and it's considered just fine to eat it with chopsticks so you don't have to eat it by hand next time well i would almost prefer it oh i I feel like people would look at me weird well and there's also like there's also a tradition like those nigiri pieces are supposed to be eaten in one bite but there's i do yeah so do i because I always did it because I'm kind of a pig, but <laughs> but it's yeah. impossible to just bite off. Yeah, half everything of it. kind of crumbles and falls apart. Yeah, at that point. so you just gotta like shove it in there yeah. and hope for that you don't choke. Yeah. Oh, tell us some soy sauce rules. Traditionally, the use of soy sauce has many rules. Tell me three of them. When eating nigiri, the fish on top of the sushi rice dip the fish in the soy sauce not the rice yeah so the, the f- i knew that one i didn't know that one i that's that was mind-blowing to me that was like oh yeah because then the rice falls apart when you soak it in in uh, soy sauce but also i believe in if you don't want to follow these rules you don't have to no 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 these are <laughs> like i said these are traditionally rules Another one, only put enough soy sauce in the dish for the piece that you're eating. Right. And then they say, keep replenishing the little dish with soy sauce as you need it. Ugh, that's so... Traditionally. 
you are a non-traditional scientist. You don't need to do this. Uh, I guess traditionally people had way more time. <laughs> but it was also to a way to a like tiny bit of soy. It sauce. was also like not to make like a big mess of of soy sauce and fallen rice and all that sort of stuff. You just kind of like dab a little bit and then reapply if you need to. Mm. Yeah, you know what. Maybe one of these days I'll try doing that and see what happens. Pour it straight in your mouth, <laughs> and then just then you don't even dirty a dish. <laughs> then just dip the fish in your mouth. <laughs> you're, you're weird. <laughs> you're weird. <laughs> the last uh, horrible rule: don't mix, <laughs> don't mix wasabi into the soy sauce. Apply the mustard directly onto the sushi using your chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna do that. Yeah, well, that's why it was an interesting fact that that was traditionally what you that's did. That's one of the funnest things is mixing in the wasabi. Yeah. What's your favorite? The one you can't. Every time you go, you have to have. Oh, I love the yellowtail. Mm-hmm. God, every time I all get like different pieces. And I'll be like, why didn't I just get like a yellowtail? It's the one I love the best. Yeah. I went somewhere where they had two types of the yellowtail. Mm-hmm. Apparently one was like, I don't know, younger or something. They explained it to me. <laughs> the teenager. But I'm like, two yellowtails, I got to get them both. And the, the one I never had before was more expensive. Yeah. And I didn't like it as much. Interesting. (laughs) The regular old yellowtail. And I think, if I remember correctly, it's also quite sustainable. Yeah. As far as killing all the fish in the ocean goes, that one's a bit more sustainable than other ones. Mm. So that makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What's your, is your favorite on the row? So, uh, the, the, my, the I always have to get the ikura, the salmon roe, which is the big fat fish yeah. eggs. I always have to get at least one of those ordered. But I also like the yellowtail is really good, um, and I really like just the salmon piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not a huge roll guy. I kind of just want to have a simple piece of fish on the rice and not a lot of hoopla. But uh, every once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while, like a spider roll or something like that yeah. is pretty fun to get. Well, I like those ones that have like the tempura shrimp in them yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they got it's a little crunch to really them. Really yummy. Yeah. Hmm. I had one once where the whole roll's like fried. Ooh, interesting. And like the tempura stuff. And I ate like two pieces of that and I was like, I can't eat anymore. Oh, really? This. It was too rich? Yeah, it was like too much. Yeah. I was like, I know this is bad for me and I can feel it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the other thing about eating sushi is that it feels like you're doing something decent to your body. If it's not deep fried. If it's not deep fried. I mean, if it's just like a little bit of fish, a little bit of rice, some wasabi, some soy sauce, you feel like you're just like. You're eating pretty clean. Get some edamame in there, and it's practically oh, a salad. Oh, we're, we have to go. And, uh, ooh, miso soup. Oh. When you get a little appetizer. I love miso soup. Especially if it's okay. a cold, we rainy have, we day. We really have to stop talking about this now. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm so hungry. 
June 19th, 1846, the first baseball game using modern rules is played at Elysian Fields in Hoboken, New Jersey. These rules, known as the Knickerbocker Rules, as they were developed by the New York Knickerbockers Social Club, standardize such things as the number of players, the distances between bases, and the elimination of a prior rule. It used to be players could throw the ball at the runner to get them out, but this these new rules eliminated that. They now had to either tag them with the ball or step on the base, forcing them out. Can they you, could just hit them with a baseball? It was basically <laughs> kickball rules. It was basically like you could just peg somebody with Ouch. a baseball. I know. It's one thing if it's a big red rubber ball at recess, <laughs> yeah. but man, if it's like a little hard, oh, that would hurt so much. Well, That's probably at what that happened. time, was this when they weren't just playing with their hands, like they didn't have gloves? Oh and yeah, like oh yeah, they didn't this have is, helmets. Yeah, and probably nobody was throwing the ball 100 miles an hour. Well, no, probably they had. I mean, quite hardly anyone that. is doing that now. Yeah, or even like 90. Probably people were throwing it pretty moderately paste at that point so still that would hurt it would hurt armed with these new rules the new york knickerbockers played the new york nine from their rivals the gotham club on this date and they lost to gotham 23 to 1. So the team that made up the they new made rules. They made up the rules. And they're like, oh, let's go try these rules out on this other team, our rivals. And then they got crushed. I'm surprised they didn't immediately change all their rules. All right, everybody. All right. We can throw the ball now at people, <laughs> guys. And we're going to, um, instead of 90 feet between, let's just make it like uh, 30. Let's just put first base right next to second base. And we can have 14 people on the field. Also, if you're from the Gotham Club, you can only use one hand. Yeah. Also, we got this. We got this kid. He's he, he's his last name is Ruth. He's kind of a baby. Um, <laughs> he's literally a baby. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's good at this game. How you got to put some liquor in him first? I think. <laughs> yeah. Given though, he just took to that whiskey bottle real quick. According to John Goodman, that's how it works. Yeah. Well, John Goodman knows. Speaking of which, nice. oh my June god, 20th, I didn't even know that. June twentieth, nineteen fifty-two. Happy birthday, John Stephen Goodman. Happy birthday! I did not even read she that. She didn't even That's read ahead. Hilarious. She likes to get it fresh into the game prep. She doesn't like to be bogged down with a lot of like rehearsing or thinking about it. Hey, is this a complaint? No, scientist. Uh, After an injury ended his football career uh, in college, Goodman moved to New York in 1975 to pursue acting. From 1984 to 1987, Goodman played roles in Revenge of the Nerds, Chud, The Big Easy, and he also was the lead in the Talking Heads movie True Stories. But he became a household name when he was cast as Roseanne Barr's husband in 1988's television show Roseanne. Although he has never won an Oscar for his acting, Goodman appeared in two movies that won Best Picture in back-to-back years, 2011's The Artist and 2012's Argo. Do you know who he played in Argo? 
I don't know that movie. You don't remember? So Argo is about, it's a Ben Affleck directed movie about these guys who uh, are trying to get these Iranian hostages out. So they uh, they make up this fake movie that they're going to film oh, in Iran. Oh, okay. John Goodman plays a makeup artist. He plays a real life makeup artist. Um, and I was reading about the makeup artist and I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. But he was the guy who developed Spock's ears for Star Trek. No way. Yeah. So John Goodman played that guy in a movie. Huh. Yeah. Goodman is also a member of the Five Timers Club, a group of performers who have hosted Saturday Night Live more than five times. His 13 hosting appearances are the third most in the show's history, topped only by Alec Baldwin's 17 and Steve Martin's 15. Yeah. Well, he's in a lot of movies. He's in a lot of movies, and he's every once in a while they have him play a character. I remember when he was playing Linda Tripp during the Monica Lewinsky days. He played Linda Tripp? He played Linda Tripp. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Favorite John Goodman movie? Do you have a favorite? Um, or, Besides the Babe Ruth movie, yeah, which for, is one of the greatest movies Sure. Ever. Oh, yeah. He was born to play Babe Ruth. <laughs> um, I like Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, that's a good one. All the Coen Brother ones I can go for. Raising Arizona. Um, oh, he was also in the movie The Borrowers. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is about... Is that an animated movie? No. It's oh. a live action movie about the little tiny about people. Little, yeah, yeah. I did not know he was in that. I, I love all the Coen Brothers movies he does. Uh, uh, Big Lebowski, or Brother Were Out Thou. Those are all fantastic. Um, and that was a great reveal that uh, Goodman was next on our list. That's I love so that. funny. That's amazing. I can't believe that. <laughs> all right, everybody. That was your game prep. You did it. I am a champion. Is a me. It is now time for Audio Round Challenge, and no music this week. We're doing scenes from movies. Monica, what are we doing? We're doing movie scenes with swimming. It's been kind of hot in Seattle, and uh, and uh, we haven't been able to go swimming. Yeah. And um, this was actually harder for me to make. Than I thought it was going to be. Was this harder than the herbs and spices? No, music my round? God, that was the hardest <laughs> one ever. Now, somebody pulled me aside at one of the trivia nights. I'm just as an aside here, and said, "Oh, I, you really should have done like uh, sage, like message, as part of a word." And then Me- you could have, like the word message. Yeah, 
but like that's how you could have gotten another herb in there by cheating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the scientist has spoken. Let's move on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, clever. If we if we had, if we had, said, I would have been really mad if you would have done that. <laughs> well, that's that's one of those things you have to set that rule first. So it can be yeah. part of a word. Yeah. Then, then you can get away with that. Um, but really, that only gives you sage. <laughs> There's really not much else <laughs> yeah. it gives you. All right. Do you want to play your scene Wait, first? I want to tell you why oh. this was hard. Oh, okay. Hey, hold on a second. Hey, Monica, why was this so hard? <laughs> because, Let me cue you up. Because I had like these scenes picked out in my mind that I was going to use. And then I couldn't fucking find them on the internet oh that always sucks and i was getting like time was counting down and you were almost here and i was i had like waited too long yeah and i was just getting really pissed and the sun was in my eyes (laughs) it's hard to see as green when the sun's in your eyes no i understand you know i understand so I, there was like a movie I couldn't even use that I wanted to, and so I had to substitute another movie, mm-hmm. and then wa- another one I had to use a different scene than I wanted. <sighs> so I just wanted to say that. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. This was a <laughs> this was a hardship. <laughs> I'll t- I I had a I had a kind of a different problem, which I usually go to YouTube and go to uh, a great little channel called Movie Clips. And I'll put in the word swim or swimming or swimming pool. And then it'll come up with a bunch of clips. Oh. But I wasn't very satisfied with the There was lots of really obscure movies that it would come up with. So, But it didn't come up with anything that I, I started thinking of ones on my own. Mm-hmm. That was like, oh, yeah, there's a swimming scene in that movie. Let's do that one. There's a swimming scene in that movie. So I ended up going a lot outside the But that you could find engine. the scenes you wanted? Uh, I think there was one that I could not find, but everything else I found. So, mm. so hopefully, that means we don't have any duplicates this week. But you never know. Never know. All right, do you want to play yours first or second? Um, I'm gonna play mine first. All right, here we go. Play along at home. Here we go. Oh, won't that leave me so unsatisfied? What satisfaction can so have tonight? The exchange of thy love's faithful vow for mine. I gave thee mine before that stood requested. Is that from? Is that from Romeo plus Juliet? The uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Claire Danes yeah. version. I always say Romeo plus Juliet because they always put the little oh, plus okay. thing. I was like, well, it's pronounced and. <laughs> well, it's like, I think it's like Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet or something like that. I thought like it was that. supposed to be like a cross. Yeah, it just always looked like a plus sign to me. Like oh. somebody had carved it into a tree. It's Romeo plus Juliet. Well, yes, that is the movie. Yeah. They're in a pool. Yeah, I've never seen it. so pretty. I've never seen it. I saw it because I was at the right age to really like Leonardo DiCaprio. He was a he was a cutie. Mm-hmm. He was a little handsome boy. Yeah, he's a handsome man, but he was definitely he a little handsome. He still sort of looks like a boy. Yeah, like in a like a 
Like a man boy. I just saw the trailer for his, the new Quentin Tarantino movie that he's in, and he's finally looks like he's in his forties. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> and it was probably it. because of makeup and stuff like that. But there's a couple scenes <laughs> where it's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, you finally, you finally became a man. We gotta make you look older. I mean, your actual <laughs> age. We'll make a man out of you. All right, here is your first one. Crazy. This is crazy. How's the water? Exhilarating. <laughs> I'm in deep. I'm in deep. Dark hole! Jesus! Fuck! Well, it's a national lampoons. Yeah. Pick your one. Hmm. I think it's Vegas vacation. It's not. It's just just vacation. It's the very first one. Oh, it's the very first one. It's he's he's been flirting with Christy Brinkley for like all the road trip, and then she ends up at this motel with him. What are the odds? And she goes skinny dipping, and he goes skinny dipping after her. And his wife wakes up and wants to know what's going on. Well, every I feel like every single movie, there's some woman <laughs> there's, that goes skinny dipping. Yeah, that can. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, how do I choose? How do you choose? <laughs> you just have to choose. You chose one. I mean, how do I choose the right one? Yeah. Number two. You're a unique rebel, Janie. Janie, are you all right? I told you not to let me drink. Janie, I gave you a non-alcoholic beer. Oh. What the hell are you doing here? I... I was invited. Look... You may have lost those glasses and that ponytail thing you do, but to everyone that matters, you're still a loser. Oopsie! <laughs> Look at that. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. Is that She's All That? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just like, try, I was trying to think like, you lose the glasses, you lose the thing. Is that from like the, the, the parody of it? <laughs> Oh, it's from not another teen movie. Yeah. Oh, got it. <laughs> That's kind of that. That equals us up for the vacation, Vegas vacation. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, it was the parody. It oh, because her guess, name. Because her name is Lainey, and she's all that. And I didn't recognize that scene from She's All That. I was like, maybe mm. I'm just not remembering that movie. So she gets out of the pool, and. Uh, the popular girl comes over and she has a bottle of water and she pours it all over like the front of her. And she's like, oh, whoops. And she's like dripping wet from being in the swimming pool. <laughs> so it's like, and she's like super offended by it. That's hilarious. <laughs> Somebody yells, that's going to stain. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, but I think if I'm going to see any of those parody movies, I think that's probably the one to see. It seems like yeah. the clips that I've played from it from in like in like uh, video rounds are usually pretty good. 
There's definitely one scene you should just kind of skip. Okay. It involves poop. Ooh. Yeah, it's yeah. Gross. Nope, that's good. Give me a time code and we'll just get right <laughs> over that. Poop time. <laughs> poop time. All right, here's your next one. All right. I'll jump first. Nope. Then you jump first. No, I said. What's the matter with you? I can't swim. <laughs> Why are you crazy? The fall will probably kill you. Is that from an Indiana Jones movie? It's not. It's much older than that. Oh, it is? Yeah. Back when saying horse shit was probably a little more scandalous than it would be now. Oh. Um. It's a Wonderful Life? No. No, it's not. <laughs> I love the idea. <laughs> Of Jimmy Stewart going, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a. <laughs> think whor- that's what it, it was. It's, it's horse shit is what it is. Now, that's from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh. They're up on a cliff. They decide, Paul Newman is saying, hey, we should just jump. And Robert Redford lets him know uh, that he oh, can't the swim. The only thing I remember in that movie is the riding the bicycle. Oh, yeah. And then the end. Oh, wow. It's a great movie all the way through. There's some very funny stuff in there. It's very funny stuff in there. But the screenwriter had read something about how cowboys uh, famously just could, had never learned to swim. So he wanted to work that into the screen, to the screenplay. And so that's how he he put that scene in there. It's, it's, it's worth seeing all the way through. Very much worth that. Next. Roberta! Roberta! Oh my God! Someone's got to give her mouth to mouth. You do mouth to mouth, I'll do CPR. No, other way around. Out of my okay. way. Come on, Britta. Well, it's good to know who your true friends are. You know, I was going to do it. Oh, you too, I really was. You're right. Chrissy here is the only one who's really... Oh, hi, Chrissy! Oh. Don't you ever do anything like that to me again. It was a joke. Oh man. Um I really don't know. Um I'll make a guess. Is it called Now and Then? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I've never seen it. But that's the one with like they have the adult like Demi Moore and Mm-hmm. And all that, and then then they have the, then it's like all them reminiscing about their younger days. Yeah, it's for girls, and they're like show them when they're younger and when they're older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that movie, but I never saw it. All right, here you go. Here is your next one. 
What's the matter, a fellow? Jealous? Did you know there's a swimming pool under this floor? And did you know that button behind you causes this floor to open up? And did you further know that George Bailey is dancing right over that crack? I've got the key. people just drown <laughs> no no one has fallen into the pool yet but it's about to happen oh is this a movie i already guessed i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> i don't remember that being in that movie though which movie is that the um what was the last one I guessed? <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful life. That's it. That's what it, it is? is. Yep. I thought that his name was George Bailey. Yeah. So that's uh he and Mary so funny. meet I at the school it dance and Alfalfa from our gang is all mad because he's George Bailey steals away his girl. So he's pouting and a guy comes over and goes, Hey, we could open up the pool. And then they keep dancing and everybody else is backing off. But since their backs to the pool, they don't realize. So every time they get near it, everybody goes, ah, and they think that they're just oh, cheering them on. And then they I end see. up going over backwards and then everybody jumps into the pool. Cause it's fun. There's a, there's a pool that turns into a dance floor. It's like a gymnasium. And then there's oh, a pool wow. underneath. I know. I always thought when I saw that, I was like, that's pretty amazing for late <laughs> 30s to have a pool underneath the Well, a I guess floor. that was before mold existed. Oh, yeah. Oh, they didn't have mold back in the 30s. <laughs> Until they found that cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They got that penicillin from that good gym mold. <laughs> Next one for you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> is that old school yeah okay i think i remember that he gets shot with like a tranquilizer dart. he shoots himself uh, in the neck why and does the, he have a tranquil i can never remember this <laughs> so movie. he's at this big um uh kid's birthday party sure. and there's like these cute little like miniature horse ponies um, and the guy has a tranquilizer dart gun in there with the ponies and Will Ferrell finds it and he's like what do you need this for and he's like in case one of these 
like one of these fuckers attacks a kid and it's like this tiny little it's like a little sebastian oh little sebastian and then he's like looking at it and it's just choop, right in his neck and the pony guy's like awesome <laughs> <laughs> i want to say that pony guy is like uh who is that actor he's the guy in american pie Oh, that guy. Okay. The blonde kind of yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. Stifler? Stifler. Yeah, Stifler. it's him. Got it. Awesome. All right, here's your next one. Andy! French grape. Oh, Andy! You're not so bad yourself, Mr. Man. Andy, help me. I can't swim. Cut it out, Bobby. You're fine. You can't hear the ocean, but you can learn a great deal about our world. That's what Hot American Summer. Yeah, yeah. Which I love that scene, but the scene I like best is the next scene. After they go visit to Janine Garofalo and David Hyde Pierce for a moment. And they go back to that scene and there's the kid who's saying he's going to tell on him for letting the kid drown. And he takes him in the van and throws him out of the van. I don't remember that. He <laughs> throws like, him out of the he's van. He's like, give me a second with this kid. And he takes him in the van. He's like, where are we going? He's like, oh, we're going to go get some pizza. Oh, I love pizza. Yay. And he's like, well. And he like shoves him out of the van to the side of the road. <laughs> and I like this scene with Elizabeth Banks where she's like eating ribs. Mm-hmm. She's like, let's make out. And he's like, you got barbecue sauce all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Oh, it's your turn. This is your last one. Okay. So far, no duplicates. One, two, three, four! What are you doing? Bargeman, get the fuck in the pool! It's so warm! <laughs> can you swim? Of course I can swim. Dude, maybe you should stay on the steps. I don't know CPR. You look like a wet beaver. <laughs> that was the one I had to throw in there. Okay. What was the name at the beginning of that? Did you? I didn't catch. There's like. Uh, you don't have to replay. Larkin or something. Yeah. The last name. It is not in the title of the movie. No. <laughs> no. Larkin? That does sound familiar, but I don't think I'm going to get it. No, I'm not going to get that one. Go for it. It's Garden State. Oh, I've never seen that. So, yeah. Um, no, I've never. That's the So, that's they're the all, like, one. swimming at night, and they're, like, jump in the pool, and he doesn't say that he can't swim, but he gets in the pool, and he's, like, doing, like, it's not, you can't even call it, like, a doggy paddle. It's just, like, it's the saddest thing you've ever seen of somebody trying to swim. 
It's the I'm doing just <laughs> enough to not drown. Yeah. Swim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh like a lifeguard would not look away from him. No. I'm gonna track this whole thing. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Hmm. All right, here is your last swimming movie scene. Oh, I gotta get it to die. Come on, hurry up! I want to go to Pirates Plunge. Hey, one second, sweetie. Yeah, we're going on all the rides today. We're doing them all. Have fun. Are you making a sissy? <laughs> or not? You know they put a chemical in the pool that turns urine blue. No, no, no. It's an old, it's an old wives' tale, sweetie. It's an old wives' tale. Oh my God! You're humiliating me. The water, the water turns blue. I don't know what that <laughs> is. It's it's fine that you don't know what this is. This is a terrible thing. Oh really? Yeah. What is it? It's a movie called Grown Ups. It's uh, an Adam Sandler movie, but that is Kevin James as he's like face down in the pool peeing, and of course the blue the water turns blue around him. His face is in the pool? Well, he's face down in the pool, like, he's f- belly down in the pool, I guess, but his face is above the water. Oh, okay. And his daughter's, like, trying like to get him to... Like, if you're going to pee, don't put your face That's in very them. true. <laughs> Unless you've got a scuba mask. <laughs> then it's fine. Or if you want to. All right, so let's see. How did we do there? Um, You got three, I got two. All right. Well, we didn't duplicate, so that's pretty good. That's so true. Go and uh, go find your own swimming movies out there, people, and go uh, watch uh, any of those movies that you would recommend of yours. Um, not another teen movie. Mm. It was funny. Yeah. Now and then is a really good movie. Yeah. I mean, it's like, um, it's a little bit cheesy and the emotional sure. stuff, but. Uh, there's a baby, there's like baby Christina Ricci. And, That's uh, who's in it. Evan Sawa. Oh, wow. Um, I forget the other people. I was trying to remember who was all in that. That was also still when um, Rosie O'Donnell was making movies. Right. She's in it. Yeah. I would recommend of mine, I would definitely recommend Wet Hot American Summer. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen it, I mean, obviously, you know, it's a wonderful life has its has is great, especially around for the holiday time. But uh, <laughs> wet hot American summer this time of year, if your kids are going off to summer camp or whatever, that's a great one to to check out. That movie's hilarious. If you if you grew up with like meatballs and all those all those summer camp movies, uh, is really worth watching to see them kind of play that out. Also, Amy Pollard. Right. Also, if you if you're a fan of Law and Order SVU and didn't know that Chris Maloney was funny, watch What Hot American Summer. He's very funny in that movie. Which one is that? He's the like the uh, guy who uh, he's like the I want to say he's like the chef. He's the oh, cook. Oh, the, sh- the, the crazy cook. yeah kind of crazy guy that yeah. talks to the can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's a police officer on that. Uh, <laughs> I the, didn't know on that. Law and Order SVU. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we're going to go off and play trivia, but before we do, let's talk about where you're going to play trivia this week, Monica. 
Tuesday. I'm back at Fitzgerald. Yeah, she is. Uh, Monday, I'm at the Skylark. Uh, Tuesday, I'm at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. Wednesday, I'm at the Berliner in Renton. Thursday, I'm at the local 907 in Renton. Also, Cat at the Black Zia Cantina in Burien. Also, Murphy's on Tuesday and Wednesday with Mookie and Jeff. Is that everybody? I think that's everybody. Uh, all of them are free to play. All of them are tournaments. The tournament standings are up after week two. Go to quizfix.net slash summer, and you'll see where your team currently ranks. We're only ranking the top 50 right now. Uh, over 100 teams have played. Uh, so if you're not in the top 50, you still got plenty of time to get in there. It's so early. But... It gets late pretty quick, so don't delay. Get out and play your also, games. Also, there's teams that are playing every week, so yeah. skipping a week, yeah, that might it, end up knocking you out. Yeah, if you, if if you can't make your regular, you got seven other places you can go play uh, to make up your points. So go and do it. And we're seeing a lot of teams getting around to different places. I've seen it happening uh, at a bunch of the places that I host. So go and do likewise. Um, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go win ourselves some trivia ourselves. Yay. All right, everybody. That's it for the podcast. Thanks a lot for downloading and listening, and we'll talk at you next week. Bye. Let's go.